Welcome to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Your host is Ellen Morano. Today, along with her guest experts and co-hosts, Ellen will help contribute to your better life. This is done through the art and science of being happy. You can attract whatever you want in your life by having the right energy. By clearing your energy body, you help your physical body to better health. You'll learn breathing techniques, self-healing, meditation, and learn exercises that you can use today to help your own path to a better life. Now, here is Ellen Morano. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to the whole world who are so patient to wake up if you're in the middle of the night. And thank you for your continued support. And we have now here a new guest. Her name is Jocelyn or Ochi to most of her friends. And she will share the energetic approach, how to achieve our goals or wishes. As you've mentioned in the previous episodes, we always tell that energy starts on the energy. Healing starts in the energy level or everything starts in the energy level. So it's not just healing. A physical condition but even the success starts on the energy level as you work your way the simple steps energetic steps to remove the blockages for success or prosperity then it should be an easy way for everybody to achieve their goals and have a very fulfilling life okay well welcome Ochi how shall I call you Ochi or Jocelyn um I would prefer Ochi Okay. That would be good. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um. Thanks for having me here in your program. I. It's an honor for me uh, to share my story, and for all the listeners in there, uh, followers of Ellen's program, I'll say uh, good good morning, good afternoon, good evening to whatever part of the world you are, and uh, thanks for having me again. Okay, so we're now in Phoenix. You see how convenient this show is, wherever you are. So, can you share us the highlight, the main highlight of your life now? Um, right now, I would say it's not the top, top yet, but I am enjoying the fruit of my career. Um, I'm really enjoying it right now. I'm very, very thankful. I'm grateful for what I am currently experiencing right now. And definitely, I, I could attribute that to what I've learned before good so you mentioned you started in animation right yes i did started in animation way back in 1988 however that is not the point of concentration when it comes to study i finished uh, education um from uh, and my my um major is in drafting technology so, but as I've said, I was, uh, I started with animation uh, in 1988 and um, I worked with Phil Cartoons, a subsidiary of Hanna-Barbera, and I worked in there for nine years, working with different shows. Um, I know most of your uh, audience are now particular with Flintstones, um, um, Scooby-Doo, something like that, uh, Powerpuff Girls, those are like the shows that we made way back when I was still with uh, Phil Cartoons. And yeah, I stayed there for nine years before I got hired to um, work with 20th Century Fox. Here in Phoenix? Yes, yes. Okay, so, you know, as life goes, 
in our career, very seldom I see people who just like, you know, skyrocket without being plateaued. Or, you know, there are some mm-hmm. stages yeah, 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 in life where mm-hmm. your career, not really stagnant, but there's a plateau. How did you experience that and how did you overcome it? Yes, I it? did. I was not, I was not actually uh, expecting it because when I came here in America, it was, the, the, the thing is like, it was, uh, my coming here in America was like being served in a silver, uh, silver platter. Because I got hired, I came here with an apartment for uh, a month, I believe a month, and I was given a two months advance for the salary. Wow. So unlike other people who were like, you know, they were having a hard time applying for the visa and everything. In my case, the visa was just handed to me. You have a place to stay. That's the job. The job was, was waiting for you. So that was like, I consider it as um, being offered to me in a silver platter. However, what I'm not expecting is when the uh, studio closed in 2000. That's when everything turned um, the other side. Um, so during the time, I wasn't prepared, but I would say probably because of my resilience, um, I was able to cope. I tried my very best. I uh, landed with different kind of jobs. I tried every kind of jobs, odd jobs that I could put my hands on. And um, knowing that I am a professional back home, I ditched that idea already. I tried uh, working on home care. I tried selling. I tried everything. And uh, fortunately, during the same year is when um, the door opened with interpreting Somebody spotted me accidentally uh, during that one, but that was not the highlight yet then. However, when the opportunity opened, I was not looking for, oh, okay, I'm going to make money for this one or something. No, I just said, okay, I'm going to try my hands on this one because it is something new and who knows what will open with this one. So I just, I just tried. That's good. You're very positive. Um, I tried with all the things that I've experienced. I tried my best because that's the only thing. That's the only weapon I have during that time. Yeah, you know, because some people were in the where the they reach the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I mean, they freeze or depression could set in. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember during that time, du- during my downest moment, is uh, I was reading something and then I read it on the in- internet. I read the acronym PUSH, P-U-S-H, mm. and it sinks in, for whatever reason, it sinks in, in in my brain. PUSH means pray until something happens. That's During the time, I was like trying my very best, everything that I could put my hands on, and I was like really, really getting tired of thinking, what am I supposed to do, what am I supposed to do, until I surrendered. When I see that thing, is when it sinks into me, okay, it's time for me to surrender, and I say, okay. Uh, that's when I sit down, I talk to God, and I say, okay, I'm just going to pray. This time, I'm going to pray until whatever you want me to do, let me know. I stop thinking on that very moment. I stop struggling. I, I stop, like, putting whatever I want. That's when I, I, I told him, okay, you better tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And so that I, I attributed that with that, that acronym. I said, let's say, PUSH. Pray until something happens because eventually after uh, doing that, like I think almost 
two weeks that I've been going to the church. Mm-hmm. Every time after I drop by my kid um, to the school, I will go straight to the church. Um, there is no mass, but I will just sit in there and talk to him. Mm-hmm. I keep on telling him, what do you want me to do? I'm open. What do you want me to do? Just let me know. And that's when things started occurring, events that I could attribute to what it is happening right now. That's right, because sometimes human beings tend to just tend to cringe, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they want what they want, yes, but exactly. that's not the direction, mm-hmm. the main source, or you know, that what's the that's not the divine plan they're heading. To. Exactly, exactly. That's what's the mistakes with other people. They keep on insisting on what they want, and I would say, based on what I've experienced. If you keep on hitting a wall after insisting on what you want, then you better stop and let the divine intervention go. Because I, I bet you they are telling you something. It's just that you cannot hear because you keep on insisting on what you want. Yeah, I really remember in the teachings of Grandmaster, right? As your heart develops and as you continuously do clean your aura and your chakras and you recognize the divine connection, mm-hmm then that's a time that maybe they recognize, now you're listening. Yeah. Right? And I could attribute, during that time, I wasn't doing the pranic healing still. I still don't know about pranic healing. So I could attribute all those things with the going to the church, even without, uh, even without the, the, you know, the mass. Because by sitting in there, I could have the quiet mind. I was just hearing the bird chirpings and me talking to myself. And probably talking to my soul. Yeah. Because during that time, I still don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, during that time, I was like really like talking to myself and say, what do you want? What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, that was discussed in one of the episodes about stillness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is in stillness that you hear what you're supposed to be I absolutely doing agree. in yeah. this lifetime. Yes, I yeah? absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. And so after that, after your career in animation, you started interpreting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And during that time, it was just like not as busy as what I'm doing right now. It started with one call, one assignment, two assignment, and it was just mere. I mean, most of it is being done locally. I started with the um, um, Arizona Superior Court mm-hmm. and then the municipal courts, but. During the time, I was just getting very little, so just enough for the grocery and for for the gas. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until 2010, somebody called me again. Mm-hmm. It's from a different agency, mm-hmm. and I asked them, where did you get my name? For whatever reason, they cannot explain where, mm-hmm. and offered me another, another uh, chances for assignment. So to make the long story short, from year... 2000 up to 2010 I was just working with one agency and by 2010 is when another agency called which is connected to another agency mm-hmm. so by 2010 I was working with three agencies already wow. but still mostly uh, being done locally mm-hmm. just in Arizona but during the time 2010 I was traveling from north to south still in Arizona mm-hmm. in 2012 um, I got a call and they told me it's from Washington. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I asked them, where did they get my name? Mm-hmm. And they say, uh, they got it somewhere. They, uh, until now, I still don't know where they got my name. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when they started offering me to do um, interpreting in immigration. Wow. So what's the turning point of all this? Like with from that stage to now that you're like nonstop with court interpreting? I um actually when um in 2012 I still I was start, still not into much of uh, the uh, the 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 panic healing. Mm. So I was just like doing one assignment, two assignment, but I'm flying already. Mm. I was doing from state to state. Mm-hmm. Mostly the West Coast, mm-hmm. so it's still not it's still not sinking to me. What of course I I am enjoying the income, mm-hmm. not not on a grand level yet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry for like people who are expecting too much. I'm not saying grand grand as in <laughs> yeah. earning so much. Okay, it was just like grand career wise. However, when I took uh, one of the lessons in panic healing. That is when everything was like boom, 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 boom. And I started traveling like around eight times to 16 times a month. So That's a big leap. It is. It is. And until now, I'm still in awe as to what is happening. Every time I keep on asking, am I really doing this? And no question about what it is. Uh, The question is, am I really in it? It seems like I'm still dreaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I've also mentioned it in my episode that just something comes out, you know, out of, you think it's out of the blue. Actually, it's a divine plan. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. of what you've done, you know, mm-hmm. you start to recognize the inner stillness within you. You started to listen. Yes. What are you supposed to do? But it's still, you know, from being. Not having a stable job uh-huh, and having uh-huh. like 16 assignments uh-huh. in a month? No, looking back, actually, um, other people might say, it's like, oh, it's happened, like you're not expecting it. But looking back as to what had happened, the events that unfolded after taking um, one of the classes, that is when I realized, oh, everything is connected. This thing happened because this thing is going to happen and then, then, then so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. So... Looking back, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not surprised anymore. It's just that the other half of me is like thinking, am I really in here already enjoying mm-hmm. all these things? How do you attribute pranic healing to that? Well, well, um, can I like... Just a brief. Oh, okay. Um, pranic healing is the, 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 what do you call that? The key mm-hmm. that opened the door mm-hmm. for me. Of course, other people, those who are like believers, will say, oh, you're not praying. No, of course. I, I mentioned before about the push, the pray until something happens. And this is what this push thingy told me to do. Mm. I took the classes and one of the classes uh, that I took is after the level one and so forth and so on. One of the classes opened the door. Actually, it's just a little bit. It, it started the engine and then boom. Wow, that's a great experience. Mm-hmm. So I think when you start pranic healing, you, you learn how to clean yourself, right? Yes, yes. So yes. as you know, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, if the door the aura is dirty, then that itself blocks you to mm-hmm. see the bigger picture or what you should do in your this lifetime. Yeah, and I believe like like whatever the the, the soul or the higher soul or the energy being that is guiding you is telling you, you cannot hear because your your aura is dirty. 
Yeah. They are actually yelling at your ears already, but <laughs> hey, you're not. Uh, you're not. They cannot exactly. hear. You cannot hear him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's still. So if your aura and your chakras are clean, so you can achieve stillness. And with the meditation twin hearts, which is introduced in level one, also that mm-hmm. helps remove the blockages already. I mean, even in level one, you already achieve such kind of uh, I, yeah, clarity. Yeah, I could attest to the veracity of that claim with the um, meditation and twin hearts. Mm-hmm. Because before, I used to do it, and I'm not... Initially, when I was doing it, I'm still not having this, uh, like, stillness that other people are talking. Mm-hmm. However, um, uh, upon attending some other, other uh, Master Coast class, that's when I heard... Oh, yeah, you're not going to do it because when you're meditating and your aura is still not clean, of course, what's whatever's in there is just the one that's sinking in. Mm-hmm. So I keep on doing and doing, um, I would say, diligently during mm-hmm. that time because I am in dire need of something. Mm-hmm. So I uh, keep on doing and doing it until I notice that as the more I do it, the more it quiets my mind. Mm-hmm. That is when I started noticing the changes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what usually happens. Mm-hmm. Like as there's more clarity, mm-hmm. the more you receive. Because in doing twin hearts, it's your heart chakra that gets activated. Mm-hmm. As the heart chakra gets activated, it even helps your mind mm-hmm. pick up uh, little signals. And actually right now, I would say with the MTH, um, meditation twin hearts, um, before I would say, okay, yeah. Before you would say, oh, you're just going to be doing it. But right now, before the more I do the meditation twin hearts, the more clearer my mind is. And if ever I come across with things that I don't know what to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll be back. Archie will share more mm-hmm. of her beautiful experiences. Okay. We'll be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey. Breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice. Much of it conflicting. Some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. 
Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Ellen at pranichealing.com. Now, back to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Here again is Ellen Morano. We're back. So, just a recap about meditation and twin hearts. It's very simple, but it's life-changing. There are short versions, there are long versions, or if you can go to pranichealing.com, click Stay Connected, you see the different kinds of meditation that Masiko is facilitating. So, it's worth it. Give it a try. It's just an open mind that leads us to success and prosperity. Okay, Ochi, we're back. Mm -hmm. So... You mentioned the benefits. You know, I, it's very obvious how it has really helped me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what was the first step? How did you find pranic healing? Oh, the pranic healing, it's kind of a long story, but I'll, I'll, make, it, I'll make it short. Mm-hmm. Um, way back in 2010, for whatever reason, I hurt my back. It's not something traumatic. I was just like in the garden, and then I, my back started hurting. Mm-hmm. And knowing me with high uh, tolerance on pain, um, on pain, mm-hmm. But the pain that I was experiencing on my uh, spine is very, very unbearable. So I ended up calling 911 and then they brought me to the hospital. However, they cannot tell me anything. They did the x-ray or whatever. They just cannot find anything. So all they did was just give me um, pain reliever. And um, because my nature, uh, my body's nature, I'm not much more into medication I just took one or two, and then afterwards, I told myself, uh-uh, I'm not going to take this. Mm-hmm. So, the, the next day, the third day, I was still cringing for pain, and I was working at the same time because I was working on a freelance um, artwork that, during that time. And then a friend of mine called in, and definitely I answered. My voice was not the same um, in a beat moment like, because I was in pain. Yeah. And then she asked me what's going on, and I told her, oh, I was in pain. So, I said, Oh, okay, what happened to you? Because uh, And then I related to her that I went to the hospital. And then she told me, why not call Ellen? And I said, Ellen? What does Ellen has something to do with this? And she can help you. And then I said, oh, okay, because I was desperate during that time. I'm willing to try whatever it is just, just to get away from pain. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you called. I called? Yeah, okay. you called. Maybe she called me. Uh-huh. And then, um, no, actually I, I was pretty sure you called. That's why I was like, thinking, oh, how did she know? Oh. So, and then we talk a little, and then after that, you did the um, distant healing. Mm-hmm. I remember I was seated on the on my on my animation table, and then we did it over the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, thirty minutes uh, passed, and then afterwards, I was I was like thinking, 
what is she doing? It was just pretty quiet. I was wondering what it is. However, my desperation for cure mm-hmm. is much more than my wondering what's going on. So I, I just let it be. And then at the last part, I felt something being pulled on my tailbone. Mm. That's when I asked, what's going on? And then you told me, uh, you told me you're pulling something. And then I said, was it on my tailbone? And then you said, yes. And that's when I said, whoa, because I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I remember after the first session, the pain really done, just didn't not, did not um, instantly go away, but I was able to stand. I was able to walk. Which you cannot do before. Yeah. It was like a very, very hard time. I have to put my full force for that one. So make the long story short, I got cured during that time. And that was in 2010. Mm -hmm. Actually, after that, two weeks after, I was able to go to Canada, attend a wedding. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed like being free again from the pain. And then afterwards, I did not pay attention to pranic healing anymore. (laughs) And, you know, fate as it is, 2012, it happened again. Mm. However, it was not as intense as uh, before, but the pain is there. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, I have to call Ellen again. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, I mean, fortunately, we met. We crossed paths again in Vegas, of all mm-hmm. the places. I mean, in Vegas. And then... Um, I did that see you, right? Your husband saw me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was my husband. And I said, I, I think I saw Ellen. And then I said, oh, why will you say Ellen? She's here. In, she's in L.A. And we are here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. However, for whatever reason, I just pick up the phone and tried calling. Say, hey, Ellen, um, where are you? And when you told me that you are in Vegas, oh, you're the one that my husband saw. So um, we ended up like catching up. Mm-hmm. We went to the hotel. You gave me the oils. And then you, know, you did some healing again. And make the long story short again, I got cured again. <laughs> and then afterwards, I forgot again. <laughs> I go on with my life again. Well, the last one, the last row was in 2015. Mm-hmm. I was having the same pain again. <laughs> and then I went to California. We went to Legoland. And then I told my husband, okay, can we see Ellen uh, in her clinic? I just want to say bye-bye. I just want to say hi and bye-bye because we're going back to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. However, when I called you, you said, oh, come on here. Go go inside. Uh, I told you that I cannot get off the car because my pain is getting intense. Mm-hmm. It's getting, um, I mean, more and more, and I don't think I can walk. Mm-hmm. And you said you you try. So I ended up in your inside your clinic, and then you started healing again mm-hmm. in front of my kids mm-hmm. and my husband. Mm-hmm. That's when, and after that, I remember that was like a few. It was just a few minutes, and I was able to drive back to Phoenix six hours wow imagine that mm-hmm. so the pivoting point is right after that my husband told me i saw what happened and he told me you better take the, the, the classes and i was adamant during that time because i know i have to pay for that one so i told him um i think i cannot do it at this time money money wise however he told me we have taxes money mm-hmm. you do it so that's when I started. I remember that was May of 2015 when I <laughs> took the class under you. Mm-hmm. So after that, knowing me, I forget again. <laughs> I wasn't practicing. Every once in a while, you're following up. Only when you follow up, that's when I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I know what to do. But however, the other side of me is like still questioning what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. I mean, 
March of 2016 mm-hmm. is when you told me, oh, you want to attend the review under Mexico. Mm-hmm. So without any resistance, I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I did. Mm-hmm. And that's when the marathon started. Wow. Because March and then April, I started doing the psychotherapy. And then I did the, the, the series of classes uh-huh. until I did the Kriya Shakti in July. Uh-huh. And that's what started what I'm experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. So, back to the point. I mean, until now, I am still in awe as to how things happen. Mm-hmm. But probably because at the, the very end, the, the, uh, not the end, I mean, the middle part is I stopped resisting. Mm-hmm. Everything started sinking in. Mm-hmm. That's when I started going with the flow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because you took the class after class after class. Yeah, I remember Kay was telling me, I was like, oh, somebody's in a marathon. <laughs> yeah. And I said, like, yeah, I don't understand either, but things are happening. No resistance. I remember even uh, during the, the, the psychotherapy class, I drove, I left Phoenix at around six o'clock in the evening. I arrived in your place at almost one o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. knowing that we have a classes at 8 a.m. <laughs> However, no traces of tiredness. Or I was just like, I, I don't understand what's going on, but I was just like uh, going with the flow, no resistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That marathon helps you clear your challenge or, think, yeah, or yeah, the blockages. Is. Yes, definitely. And then so when you took the Kriya Shakti, uh, because Kriya Shakti is... <laughs> You have to be clean to be mm-hmm. able to achieve what your goal is, mm-hmm. right? So, in um, what have you learned on those the basic lessons in the class with uh, the the before Kriya Shakti? Before Kriya Shakti, it was like it's it's a matter of being open mm-hmm. because um, definitely other people would have doubts as to what this one is, what this one is, what. Mm-hmm. Things are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, during that time when I sat on Master Coach class, mm-hmm. because I must admit, when I was taking your class, um, my other brain is questioning, what are you doing, Jocelyn? Yeah. Yeah, but when I started uh, taking a Master Coach class, no offense intended to you. No, no. Okay. When I, start, when I started um, taking Master Coach class, that's when everything started, okay, uh, the connection between what I have learned from my dad what I've been learning all along um, in my life. Mm-hmm. And whatever you're saying, it's like, oh, I've, I've seen this before. I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. And everything started connecting. Uh, and it seems like uh, probably I could attribute the no resistance because somehow I understand what he's been talking about. Mm-hmm. So, no, 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 no question about it. Yeah, that's really normal. First time you, you take the class. Mm-hmm. Who knows how many layers of negative energies we have mm-hmm. in our aura mm-hmm. in our chakras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at first, you don't have, it's not really resistance, but it's those dirty energies that's blocking you exactly. to learn more. Mm-hmm. That's why we encourage people to learn and review and continuously review. Because as that happens, the aura gets cleaner and cleaner. And even though if it's the same class the intensity of understanding gets deeper. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I remember after taking the uh, psychotherapy, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I started craving for more. Good. I remember I was the one, before I was just like, okay, I'm waiting for your or whatever announcement. Oh, gee, there's going to be a class. 
this time after the, the psychotherapy class, that's when I felt like, okay, when is the next class? Uh, okay, I have to prepare for this one because I have to take this one. I was the one initiating yes, already I and I was that. looking at the website. Okay, when is the schedule? Will it fit on my schedule? Will it fit on my budget? Something like that. And I, um, in, I was planning ahead. That's mm-hmm. why I was able to cope. Knowing me, I'm not like that before. I know. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I know, I remember there's budget issues. But uh-huh. <laughs> when I told you about Kriya Shakti, yes, which is, I know it's where way beyond your budget uh-huh. yet that time. Uh-huh. But you said yes. How did it happen? Oh, no. It, it, this is something that oh, you you people, you you audience, you you have to listen to this one. Because back um, doing, uh, I mean, when, when, when you told me about the Kriya Shakti class, I was... I got in, interested, however, I say uh, half-hearted mm-hmm. because I, I really don't understand what this one is. However, How is budget? Yeah, right? when you told me about it's something about the prosperity and mm-hmm. I was like, ding, that's something I need. <laughs> yeah. However, budget issue, I still don't have. So I said, okay. And then I started praying. That's uh, that's when I remember because I am not really into, I mean, I, I know Grandmaster, mm-hmm. but I don't have the same reverence during that time. Mm-hmm. However, I remember I faced his picture mm-hmm. and I told him, well, if it is so destined, help me. Mm-hmm. And that's when my husband asked me, uh, we're going to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, okay, we're going to go to Vegas. Okay. And all the, while, while I was driving, uh, all of a sudden it, I blurted out, okay, if you win, you got to give me money because I have to take this class. And he mm-hmm. says, all of, he just said, okay. As long as it's big, okay? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we did. So the moment on the very first day, when he handed me the winning, I told him, okay, be true to your promise. I have to take the class. So that's what uh, propelled me to take the class because I had the budget already. Mm-hmm. See? That's a materialization already. Mm-hmm. I know it didn't come from the expected, you know, the, the, the route. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is like, uh, you know, energetically or whatsoever, but well, it provided me to so that I could achieve whatever what what my goal is. Yeah, mm-hmm. energetically, you know, even in prayers, mm-hmm. they are always there to help us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They just have we just have to ask, what do we need, and mm-hmm. be open to receive. Yes. Yeah. And do not resist whatever ways because their ways may be something that is unconventional. Yeah. But if you will always look for the conventional way, uh, um, I'm guaranteeing you, it's, yeah. not, it's not always the way. You just have to be open to the possibilities and trust. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good. So that gave you way to take the Kriya Shakti. Is, what, is that the only class you took that weekend? I, yes. I remember that um, Kriya Shakti was. And then what's interesting is after the Kriya Shakti, because uh, initially I, w- I don't have any idea. And then after we finished the Kriya Shakti, it was like, it's not sinking in yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I was like thinking of processing what I've learned. Okay, okay. And there goes the test. I remember you asked me, okay, can we go to the temple something because you want me to show around? Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, okay. 
And then we went to a temple. I remember we went to a temple that's Tirupati. In right? Malibu, Malibu. Yeah, in Malibu. Last, and Hindu I temple. was being an artist myself. I was in awe as to how intricate the design of the temple is. I'm not paying attention to the temple itself. <laughs> I was paying attention to the artistic, uh, I mean, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And then I remember I saw you putting something on the what do you donation, box. donation box. And of course... Uh, at the back of my head, oh, she's putting something. I have to put something too. But however, we're not talking during that time. So that's when I told myself, I have a certain amount in my, my pocket. And I said, okay, I will let it go. Because I remember I've learned it on the Kriya Shakti. They had the, the testing. And I say, <laughs> that's when I told myself, okay, I'm going to let this go. You take care of me. Mm-hmm. Because you know this is the only You have to I let have. go of your last bill. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and I know. Oh, I put it in there. I just closed my eyes. But my other, my other, the other side of me is like, oh, oh, that's your last money. That's your last money. <laughs> and I was like, I have the other side of me has to win. Okay, I just have to. I close my eyes and I put it over there. And I remember the moment we get out of the temple, mm-hmm. that's when my phone started ringing. I mean, the sound. Uh-huh. I know it's an email. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait, 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 Ellen, I have to, I have to take, take a look at it. I have an email. And true enough, when I opened it, I know it's a Gmail, my heart started jumping. When I opened the email, it was for another assignment. I remember that it's uh, for um, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I have an assignment in Las Vegas. And believe it or not, the payment for that assignment is 100% of what the amount that I put on the donation box. Wow. So, but that's not that's not it yet. So I said, uh, okay. I got it. That's nice. And I was like bragging at you. And then, however, I stopped before boarding your car. I stopped and said, oh, okay, that's enough to pay the bills that I have. Oh, what about for the grocery? Okay, then so said, we'll be back on that interesting mm-hmm. story. Like, what? how about your grocery? You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll have a short break and we'll be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of return to peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention. 
helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Ellen at pranichealing.com. Now, back to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Here again is Ellen Morano. Okay, we're we're back. So, Ochi, can you tell us that interesting story? Yeah, yeah. Well, the first, just as you drop your last bill, <laughs> you said, yeah. and then it came back in one assignment. 100, yeah, one hundred percent payment, exactly one hundred percent of what I dropped. Uh, and yeah. then you said, like, how about the grocery? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, that's when before I boarded your car, I stopped and I said. Oh, okay, I got the money, but however, what's for the grocery? Mm-hmm. And that's when my phone rings again. I said, wait, 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 Ellen, before you drive, uh, let me check this one. I checked, and funny as it is, the assignment came in. It was local, actually in Tucson. It's half of the 100% that I got. The payment is going to be. And I said, okay, you can drive now. I have money for the grocery. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once she let go... Once you follow the formula, uh-huh. and then everything just follows. And then I remember I was you, while you were driving, we were driving back home. My smile was ears to ears because I was like, "Ellen, it's working! Ellen, it's working! It's working!" Was that the Kriya Shakti weekend when we went yes, to the yes, temple? Yes, okay. yes, because I remember the the Kriya Shakti ended in Sunday, and then the Tuesday was when we went to the temple. Okay, so just a clarification, you mm-hmm. know, a pranic healing is interdenominational. Mm-hmm. We recognize every church, recognize every temple, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know, we learned we have inner Hinduism revealed as mm-hmm. one of the class, mm-hmm. and we recognize how these beings, different beings or prophets or gods or angels or angels Mm -hmm. have roles in what we need Mm -hmm. so you know even in catholic i'm i'm very born i'm a very catholic person i go to church every day but i am different angels have different roles Mm -hmm. so keep your open mind ask what you like and then so archie will share us the formula okay um, you know, with with regards to the things that is going on right now, I've heard it from Master Ko, and this 
something that really sticks in my mind, okay? With the things that I'm experiencing right now, first and foremost, you need to express gratitude with what you're experiencing. Well, for the prayer for people, gratitude below, uh, gratitude includes the prayer as well. I never ceased praying. Mm-hmm. Even now, every whatever, but it's not a convention well, the conventional way that I have to kneel down. No, even if I'm sitting down, I'm laying down, I have to pray. I have to talk on a personal level to God and um, thank Him for what's going on with my career that I hope it's going to maintain. And then I have to thank the angels, the beings that's around me, those the forces that are helping me. I say thank you. I make sure I have to say thank you for what I've been experiencing. And then the second one, don't forget, whatever you're experiencing right now, you have to share. Don't give it to yourself. It's not all yours. So with what I've been experiencing, I'm not saying I'm diligently following the 1030 rule. Okay, I'm still not there yet. I know, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but I made sure that I am sharing what I have mm-hmm. with whatever, uh, I mean, I'm charitable societies or charitable institutions that you, you're choosing. Um, you you mean monetary? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Eh, before I always cringe, I cannot, I cannot. But yeah. after the Kriya, no, not anymore. At least not, it's not within the, what the rule is, but I'm trying to, yeah. I'm giving. Okay. That as you start, mm-hmm. that's what we call tithing. You mm-hmm. know, even in the Bible, it says 10%. Yes, yes, yes. But it's not, but if you just started, mm-hmm. you know, at giving least you're starting a something. percentage, mm-hmm. yeah. But the art of giving, the more you give, the more you receive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I've mentioned already the gratitude, and then I mentioned the tithing. Next, it's not the, it's not enough yet. Mm-hmm. You have to do service mm-hmm. because I remember when I was like doing all this gratitude and the tithing, and somewhere along the way, back this January, mm-hmm. I remember I didn't get any assignment last January. Mm-hmm. And then I said, uh-oh, what's going on? What's happening? And I was like starting to panic again. For whatever reason, I heard this uh, whisper at the back of my brain. Say, start doing service. And that's when I, I remember I was facing the, the, the internet. I was like, going, I have to do volunteering. I have to do volunteering. And I, I ended up seeing this Phoenix Rescue Mission. Mm-hmm. Knowing me. I mean, I, I'm not somebody who was just like, go there. I don't know. For whatever reason, I just signed up. And then I showed up to their door and said, I'm here to volunteer. Mm-hmm. So the whole month of January, I remember dedicating it to um, the volunteerism. Mm-hmm. I just showed up in there feeding. I'm not even uh, in charge of like providing the food. I was just there to chop the food and serve mm-hmm. the food. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But it was three hours uh, within the day. I uh-huh. did it for twice a week. Oh, three hours. Ooh. And then I told them the last day of January, I said, okay, I'm going to be back February. I was not able to because that's when the, uh, the assignment started pouring again. However, with the business that I've been experiencing, it's still on my brain. Okay, you, you don't let go of the service. You have to, you have to. So last March, I was able to do twice. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it yet, but at least I was able to squish it yeah. in with my schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And okay, I've mentioned the gratitude, the tithing, the service. And, of course, you have to practice the Ecclesia Shakti. Yeah. I just cannot tell you, you have to attend the class, of course. Yeah. But part of it, those four thingy, is 
can be attributed to what I have been experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from was that one once a month assignment to what is it what it is now? <laughs> right now the the least that I could get is six. Six. So I mean, it's like um, what puts me in awe right now is because. Before I remember, uh, like two years ago, when you been to Hawaii, mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, I wish I could go to Hawaii." Mm-hmm. And re- believe it or not, now I'm flying every month, once or twice, going to Hawaii. I'm having an assignment in there as a court immigration yes, interpreter. Yes. So basically, all I have to do is like fly the day before, then the next day I have to do the assignment, and then the same day, the night, mm-hmm. I have to fly back, mm-hmm. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So now the reason why I am in awe is because I didn't like perceive myself um, having the airplane as my regular mode of tra- transportation. Whoa. See, it's like basically I'm at the airport right now. <laughs> so the other thing is sometimes in a month I could see your text. You're in different <laughs> states. I know. I said, I'm going to Phoenix. Am I going to see you there? Because I stay <laughs> no, at your I'm house. Not. <laughs> And so, what pranic healing techniques made you more stronger to handle that situation? Not only physically, but even mentally. Okay. Like handling, facing the judge <laughs> and facing those lawyers in a courtroom, that could be scary. Um, well, probably because I have this feisty personality, but, okay, setting aside that feisty personality, what keeps me calm and composed in front of this, uh, you know, how the the, the court's uh, setting could be, like, really, really frightening. Mm -hmm. You know, the secret is I meditate. Uh And at the same time, added to that, uh, I've already mentioned about the meditation, Added to the, I've heard it, I've learned it from one of Master Ko's class. Mm. I have to send myself ahead. If my assignment is going to be like around 1 p.m. the next day, by 1 p.m. of today, I am already sending my advanced soul in there. Ah, just Energetically. To, mm-hmm, energetically, I am sending myself already in there, feeling what it is, just like hearing everything. So when, I, when I'm physically in there, the actual case already, I'm calm and composed, even though I have, sometimes there are times when I haven't even eaten my breakfast. Mm-hmm. My stomach is growling, especially if it is like a six or uh, like an eight o'clock uh, case, mm-hmm. eight o'clock a.m. case. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough to catch uh, my breakfast. My stomach is growling, but because, I mean, I can attribute that with uh, the calm and composed um, me, mm-hmm. okay? I could tell my stomach, okay, come down until mm-hmm. until it's time for us, uh, until the case is finished. Mm-hmm. Good. So, any other exercise you're doing? Oh. To me, make you present or even physically be active? I do super brain. Oh. Yeah. Prior super to that, brain, because, yeah, super brain. Because, uh, you know, being a court interpreter, it's not just like you bubble in there. <laughs> you have to be alert. And uh, you have to be, you have to cope because I'm doing simultaneous and uh, simultaneous and consecutive. What do you mean simultaneous? Simultaneous is the moment they start talking, you keep on talking as well. So oh. you will be interpreting with two, three per people. And if you could imagine how fast, I mean, I'm fast talking now. I could be faster than this one. 
So, but when they say simultaneous is you have to let the judge finish what his question is, then I will interpret and then you have to let the defendant speak or let the government side speak and then I will interpret. That is the easy part for me. So when it's consecutive, uh, it could be like the only the only break you can have is just to catch your breath. Um, mm-hmm. So super brain is helping me big time with that one. Yeah, because it balances the right mm-hmm. and left brain and even emotional, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. helps you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I remember sometimes you texted me like, you're in the middle of nowhere in Tacoma. <laughs> And it's the middle of the night where your hotel is and there's no GPS. How did you handle that? Um, I mean, having this all these this things that I've learned from pranic healing, uh, that's one thing that I've noticed with myself. I mean, fright or fear, I don't have that anymore, I believe. Nice. Even if like I am with people that I haven't met, I've been brushing with people that like, like total strangers. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I could attribute with learning all these things from pranic healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear is not within. I, I still fear. I still have some fear. But uh, people-wise or environment-wise, no, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything is a challenge. I remember when I told you about when I guess lost um, in between Lumpkin, Georgia to Atlanta. And I don't have any signal. And I was in the middle of nowhere in the cemetery, mm-hmm. actually. That's when I started praying and I was like talking, Grandmaster, help me, help me, please. And then Jesus, help me, please, because I'm lost. Mm-hmm. See? And that's when somebody out of nowhere, I don't know, uh, he appeared at the back of my car and say, ma'am, are you lost? And I said, yes, I am. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't expecting, but I don't know if it is an energetic being, it's an angel or human being. <laughs> but what I do appreciate is the help that comes in whenever I need it. Very nice story, Jacqueline. So what can you suggest to people who are still finding their way uh, to success? Well, for those... Or whatever who, endeavor they want to. You know what? For those people who are experiencing the roller coaster of their career, finances, uh, you know, I, I would say it's all up to you guys. It's either you stick with what you believe in and let the nature take its course. Mm-hmm. But in my case, because I've already learned this technique, yeah, I'm not going to wait. I'm okay. just going to use what I've learned. That's good. So mm-hmm. let's take uh, Jocelyn's advice. And can you say the push again? Push. It's P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. Okay. And then we learn, when you learn pranic healing, you have the tools yes. to make you push forward. Yes, okay? yes, yes. So that's so wonderful. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for all your interest in our episodes. And feel free to email us at ellen at pranichealing.com or go to the website ellenmorano.com. And all we could say is keep an open mind. It will not hurt you, but it will help you. Thank you. And may you have a wonderful day week ahead. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Please join your host, Ella Morano, and her panel of guest experts again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a positive week.